Navigate Oklahoma, a podcast geared towards helping you navigate to and through everything that is Oklahoma transportation. of Navigate Oklahoma. I'm Jessica Brown, a Director of Strategic Communications for Oklahoma Transportation Secretary Tim Gatz. I'm here with Joe E. Kelly. You're the Deputy Director of the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority. Thank you for being here today. Happy to be here. We're going to talk about the Oklahoma Turnpike Authority's transitioning to a cashless model. Talk to me about We've already actually done that a little bit with the John Kilpatrick Turnpike, which folks who use that, 90% um, of those already use Pike Pass. So it wasn't a strain on the folks who go there, but soon we might get a few complaints. That's, that's correct. We, we actually started cashless tolling in uh, 2017, actually up on the Creek Turnpike. Did one location up there due to a, an engineering issue. Recently, this last summer, we transitioned to John Kilpatrick. There are extreme costs to collecting cash, which include redoing the toll plazas that are tens of millions of dollars uh, to replace. Each of those locations has to have uh, water, sewer, electric, all of the things that uh, a person at a business office would need. And some of these locations throughout our network are very remote and very difficult to staff. Uh, so as we go cashless, some of those issues will be, will be resolved. There are people, drivers, who do not want to invest in a Pike Pass for many different reasons. So we have introduced plate pay. Talk to me about that. So the way a Pike Pass works is it's got an RFID chip that we're able to read as you pass underneath a, a, a toll location. Uh, those are always going to be the cheapest way for us to collect the toll. Uh, you're able to open an account. We give you actually the Pike Pass to place in your windshield or on your vehicle. Uh, the way plate pay works, we take we get a picture of the license plate. We have to look up who the owner is of that that license plate and mail an invoice. Should receive the first invoice if you're a first time customer within two weeks. Uh, then we'll, we'll uh, set up a normal invoice billing cycle once a month. You'll receive an invoice if you choose to only be a plate pay customer. Of course, anytime somebody calls in uh, to make a plate pay payment, uh, we always ask if they'd like to start up a, a Pike Pass account. The question that we usually get asked is why is, is plate pay so much more expensive? And it really has to do with that cost to collect. The number of times we need to send out a mailer uh, the number of top envelopes we actually have to pack and, and mail, and then the, uh, also the delay in receiving that, those funds from the, from the commuter when they uh, choose to wait or, or uh, delay that payment for some number of months. The reasoning behind going to a plate pay or pike pass is really primarily safety. Why is it that we see most of the accidents on the turnpike in the area where a toll has traditionally been paid. So just in the last uh, five years, we've had over 600 accidents at tolling locations. Everywhere that there's a, especially where there's open road tolling, which is our high speed pike pass tolling, coupled with the stop and pay system, uh, there are multiple conflict points. One when you're exiting the main flow of traffic, one when you're stopping to pay the toll. We have a lot of fender benders in, in that, those locations. And then another opportunity exists when people are trying to merge back into traffic. Uh, 
it's unexpected in today's world that at 70 or 75 or even 80 miles per hour, which are the speed limits we have on our network, that you would need to stop in the middle of that, uh, in the middle of that road to, to put money in a bucket or to pay a toll collector. There's a, a real safety concern, not only with the traveling public and interacting with each other, but also with the toll collectors that are having to uh, operate in, those in some of those conditions. Have to think about, we have around 240 toll collectors, most of those are, are temporary uh, workers, that are out there 24 hours a day, seven days a week, 365 days a year, so this past holiday season, uh, while a lot of folks were at home with family, we had toll collectors that were out there sometimes in blizzard conditions, uh, during tornadoes, uh, things like that that can occur, that can just as easily impact the tolling location. Those are, those are all opportunities for a safety hazard for us. Not only is safety the main reason why OTA is going cashless, but some of those coin machines that we would throw the coins in obsolete now. Right, they, have, they don't even make those anymore uh, in, in most cases. So the, the, the units that we use, we're having to have shipped from overseas. Uh, we're down to the last ones that we're gonna, we're gonna utilize. So we're robbing parts from older machines that we've already decommissioned. And uh, as we continue to go cashless on more turnpikes, we'll utilize old equipment uh, until we've made the full transition and then we'll be out of the uh, antiquated equipment business. Talk to me about plate pay. Um, even though we're looking at a, the license tag, it's considered a cashless option. And many people would prefer doing it that way. So they get a bill in the mail, as you had explained, and they can just pay it that way, or do they set up a revolving account? Uh, they, there, are, there are opportunities to do that, and we're, we're currently working on a mobile app that we'll be able to roll out in the next three to six months, uh, and we're gonna partner with actually probably several mo mobile apps so that uh, a customer has an opportunity to maybe pay a discounted rate if they are able to pay uh, live on, before, they, before it can even post to a plate pay account. Uh, so we're looking at a few options like that, uh, that, that utilize uh, mobile devices. Um, we're trying to make it as convenient as yeah. possible for motorists. Yeah, the, the convenience is the big, the big key. Nobody wants to stop and wait to pay a toll, and we don't want anybody to have to stop to pay, and wait to pay a toll. Uh, so we're trying to make it as convenient, as safe, and as efficient as possible. What's next? So we'll, we'll be working uh, through 2021, 2022, I'm sorry, to convert uh, the uh, Kickapoo Turnpike out in eastern Oklahoma County. Uh, we're working uh, for this, for the summer of 2022 to convert the Bailey Turnpike, which is I-44 between Oklahoma City and, uh, and Lawton down to Wichita Falls. Uh, we're also gonna be working on the Cimarron Turnpike and the Creek Turnpike. Uh, to get all of those done, or, or at least in some stage of being complete in 2022. We've got a plan that in 2023 we'll wrap up the remaining turnpikes either by the end of that year or early in 2024. Trying to really wrap this up just as fast as we can. Uh, again, going back to that safety issue, the John Kilpatrick Turnpike converted in July and we've had no accidents in a tolling location since that conversion. And that was unheard of prior to that uh, prior to that switch. Thank you, Joe, for being here and talking to us uh, about the uh, transition to cashless tolling. Appreciate it. Look forward to doing it again. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for listening to this edition of Navigate Oklahoma. Until next time, drive safely and buckle up. Thank you for listening to Navigate Oklahoma. Next week, the Oklahoma Transportation Cabinet will offer another podcast highlighting transportation points of interest. Until then, please drive carefully and always buckle up.